0: Welcome to Uncensored Stories. I'm your host, Ryan Doughty, former director of sales and college athlete turned sales coach. And I have the privilege of interviewing some of the coolest entrepreneurs I've had the opportunity to meet. In this interview series, you are going to hear stories that will give you inspiration, that will give you hope, that will encourage you to continue to moving forward in your entrepreneurial journey. So let's dive in and meet our amazing entrepreneurs. All right, guys, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Melissa Ricker, which is actually kind of fun because Melissa and I hadn't met until today, uh, but it seems impossible that that is is the case. So we were chatting and she was like, I feel like I know you. I was like, I know, I feel like I know you too. And we've never actually had a conversation, but Melissa is um, a strategist and consultant um, in the Funnel Boss Academy, which is an amazing, amazing program. And I am excited for you guys to meet Melissa and hear her story. So hey, Melissa, thanks for being here.
1: Hey, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat today.
0: Yes. So tell everybody, tell them your story. And, and as you know, and guys, I always tell, ask my guests to give you like the very beginning story because I know that that's where so many of you are. So kind can can of give everybody the rundown.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I have been a, a quote unquote entrepreneur <laughs> for, let's see, I left my corporate job in 2016. So like late 2016 is when I got started all this before that um i was actually i'm a nuclear engineer by degree i have (laughs) i know i have my master's degree in nuclear engineering and i was in the corporate space um i was on like the fast track to the top like i had zero ambition to be an entrepreneur like wasn't even on my radar like um i'm almost like i always get kind of ashamed to even say this but i used to kind of make fun of people i think it was irresponsible to go yeah like I was like I don't know but um so funny looking back now but I was like that's all I wanted to do was climb the corporate ladder and I was um in my last position I was an engineering manager I had a whole team working for me and that's all I wanted and then um I got pregnant (laughs) with my first baby and even till the day I had him like I still all I wanted right I was still I was you know that's that's all i wanted to do and then of course you know how it is when you hold the baby for the first time and everything changes and um yeah i had gotten to, to this place like i had to go back and i did go back uh, but leaving him at home you know was the hardest thing and in that position i was working long hours like i had a long commute i had a long hours and then i was always on call because i was the manager whatever And i finally just came to the realization like someone else is raising my child and um i'll never forget it like the day i decided like this is not how my story is going to end is the day i came home long day of work and he didn't even want to come to me like he wanted to stay with the nanny it was awful i made my decision that day i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do but i'm going to figure something out (laughs) so i can come home and be there with with my baby and so i did like three months later, I up and left, um, my, I, well, I left the hefty paycheck behind and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And I had no clue what I was going to do, but that's when I began my entrepreneur journey. And I just, I was like, I'm going to figure out how to replace my paycheck Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. And (laughs) here I am today. (laughs) That's
0: crazy. And so, but the way your business looks today is not how your business started.
1: Oh, heavens no. So like literally I was the person that was Googling how to make money from home. Like I had no idea what anything, like how this worked, what I was going to do. And I struggled for like two years to get any sort of income, at least consistently. Like I was throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I was, I, I, I laugh about it now, but I have a list that I keep by my computer, 17 different business ideas that I started, stopped, whatever, um, 17. And I, for the longest time, you know, I couldn't even consistently pay the nanny. Like, So it was certainly not, I mean, where I am today, running a seven figure business, not how it got started. <laughs> not an easy transition. And it was kind of funny because when I left my corporate job, like I just kind of assumed like, oh, I'm an engineering manager, like I'm smart. <laughs> Of course I can start my own business. And I just kind of assumed that it would fall in my lap or something. (laughs) Uh, And it certainly didn't happen that way.
0: (laughs) That is crazy. So you you started kind of doing all the things and you did that for a couple of years. And then what made you make that pivot? You shared with me, you made a pivot back in March 2019. What what led up to that? Like what was the decision of like, no, this is the direction that we're going?
1: Yeah so it was a lot of things like I I got to the point where I was like you know probably where some of you guys listening might be today we're like I don't know if this is really gonna work like I don't know like maybe I made a mistake maybe I should should give up and I was really at that point where I was like maybe I need to go back to the corporate world like I don't know like this isn't working and then something like happened and I, I, I don't know exactly it was a mindset shift but I was like I'm gonna give this one more shot and the difference is is that when I did, I decided I'm going to like wipe away all complication, simplify mm-hmm. down, and I'm going to go all in because what I really thought about when I was reflecting back on those 17 different business ideas is that I could have made any one of them work, yeah. but I wasn't like, I didn't give all of it. Like I, I, anytime, anytime I didn't get the results, like I was really looking for that instant gratification. Anytime I didn't get the results that I wanted, I just pivoted. Mm -hmm. into something else and I literally was throwing spaghetti at the wall and so what I decided to do is like I am like I'm gonna go all in and it's it's like all or nothing like I'm gonna make something work or I'm gonna go back to the corporate space and so I did I came at it with like a whole new level of focus I simplified down like I really just um, got into the trenches and I mean it was crazy how fast it worked when I came at it with that level of focus
0: yeah yeah. So March, 2019, you make a major pivot. You did six figures in 2019 and you now have a seven figure business.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm talking like I went from, I couldn't, I couldn't make much money like to say that I was making pretty much zero yeah. and then, you know, hit my first six figures in six months. And then, you know, nine months later I had hit seven figures. And, and so it is crazy what can happen and how fast it can happen when you really um, come at it with a different mindset. Like it was all mindset. It was all mindset.
0: <laughs> of course, it always is. It always is. And, and they don't teach us that in the corporate world, which is why our poor little corporate hearts are looking for a strategy.
1: Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of us are. We're like, oh, just if I just found the right strategy, or if I just found the, you know, the, if I just had the right funnel or the right copywriting, if I just had this one thing, and then we end up giving ourselves like an out, because. What we really need is just to show up and and learn and figure it out the hard way, like stop looking for the easy way out and like just get in there.
0: Oh, I could not have scripted this interview better if I tried. I'm like, we totally I talk about this all the time, like stop looking for an easy button. It doesn't exist. Um, And Melissa and I were talking about this before we, we went live or before I started recording was You know, we all think, you know, Melissa looks like an overnight success, right? Because she grew a seven figure business in nine months, but like nobody looks at those three years where she busted her butt and she grinded and she tried 17 different business ideas and she considered going back to the corporate world and all these other things happened first and then she grew a seven figure
1: yeah and that's why i tell this story very often because there, there's no such thing as a quick fix or an overnight success and if anybody is telling you that or trying to sell you on it like run the other way <laughs> i teach. it's so funny because i teach um, what i love to do now is i love funnel strategy offer strategy uh, i love the strategy piece but what's funny is i always tell my clients and my audience i'm like The funnel is just like the word that goes on top of it. Like what really makes the business is what happens behind the funnel. And it is like the blood, sweat, and tears. It is the commitment. It's it's the discipline that goes into it until all of that stuff can catch up to it. And that's what really makes, that's really what differentiates successful entrepreneurs from all of those ones that are unsuccessful is how willing they are just to get in there and do the things that move the needle.
0: Yeah. Even, even like the unsexy things, right? Like even the unfun things, I was listening to a call the other day when someone was like, you know, some days you're the CEO and like some days you're the janitor. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) yep. Still feel that way. Um, so even I love to share the story of like how you got the, your very first paying client. Like, I don't care what service they paid you to do, which of your 17 business ideas it was, how did you find your very first paying client or how did they find you?
1: Yeah. So like I said, I mean, I tried, I did it all and I had little pockets of success here and there, but like even I can really see it now that I'm, I reflect back, like in the heat of it, you know, it was like, I don't care. Just give me something to do that you can pay me for. But it really comes down to like, once I identify like, when do people actually pay? Like when do people, are they willing to pull out their credit cards is when you can solve a problem for them. And so my first, you know, paying client was a, it was a freelance job and I was like going to write something for them. And I had struggled to get some clients and I, and it was like, once I was like presented a problem and then also presented a solution, I got a paycheck. Yeah. And it's still the same principle that I teach today is that, you know, identify a problem and a solution that goes with it. And as long as you do that, you're going to be able to make money. That's yes. when people pay is to prop. Like if I'm, if I'm making a decision today, whether I want to spend money on this or that, like it's because I have a problem and I want a solution. Yes.
0: Simple as okay. that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Was it someone you met like networking, someone you met online? Like how did you meet that person? Yeah, it was all,
1: it was all like, I mean, I know like we all want the automated funnels and the, the passive income and all of that. No. You know, it, it all comes from relationships. Like, even today when I have funnels running and all, like it all comes down to the relationships that you build. And so, yeah, I was networking and, and going out and finding someone that has the problem that you can help them solve and yep. connecting the dots between the two.
0: <laughs> yeah. 1000%. And that's, I mean, that's literally the, pl- the premise of, of what I teach Melissa is we have to just go meet people and talk to people and, and solve problems. And in the beginning, we don't know what problem it is. And I love that you said that like, you were kind of willing to do whatever it took, like, right? You need a virtual assistant. Great. You need a copywriter. Great. Like you need whatever. Great. Um, I I just want to go solve a problem. And I think that's really fun because I think so often I see, see people paralyzed in taking action. Maybe they've decided to be a virtual assistant, but because they're like, well, I I don't have a niche. So like, I can't go talk to people. And it's like, no, like that's, it's the other way around. Like you go find the niche by meeting people and solving problems, not the other way around.
1: Exactly, and sometimes, and this was a big lesson for me is that like I knew I could solve a problem, but I didn't even know how to communicate about the problem that I solved in a way that people understood or a way that I could articulate the value of problem that, of solving that problem, and it wasn't until I just got out there and I, I had to figure out, okay, put this message out, did it work? yes or no <laughs> yeah, it? and it was like this iterative process, and it was like, we have to do that, we have to get in the trenches and And then magically one day you find your voice and that's when you can start to like put more systems in place. But until you find your voice and your message and you know how to talk to the people, you're not going to be able to, to, to go to that next step. So really just getting out there and letting your audience, I always say like let your audience help you build your message. Let your audience contribute to everything that you do because that's the way you're going to learn.
0: Yep. Yes. 1000%. I, I love that. I think it's fantastic. So you, I mean, you, you were a, a nuclear engineer and now you're running a funnel business. Where did the education come from? Like, was it a lot of DIY? Did you buy a course? Was it just from like the school of hard knocks? Like how did you get to this point?
1: I mean, all the above. I spent, you know, you know how it is. Right. And we, we, we invest and I got invested in lots of courses, lots of coaches um, lots of strategists, like all of those things. And I think it was a, you know, a combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, of course, there's the skills, right? We have to learn the skills. So I had to learn what a funnel was. And like, I, I attached to the funnels, because that's, I, I'm a geek by nature. So I love, like, I love split testing. And I like, I love all of that, that stuff. But um, it like, it, the skills were, were not what tipped me over. Like, that was okay. not the, you know, it never is as much as we want to think. So like, Really, it was the, the personal growth that I went through as I was doing all of these things combined with the skills mm-hmm. that allowed me to really go to the next level. And it's funny because all the courses that I bought, all the, the stuff, like it was actually where I really learned the skills was working with people.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see that a lot because there's a lot of people like, well, I just want to finish this course on copywriting or this course on bookkeeping or, you know, my life coaching certification. Then it'll be easier to get clients. Like somehow that having that knowledge makes it easier to get clients when it's not right. Um, It becomes easier to get clients when you get really good about talking about the problem that you solve and meeting people and telling them that you solve that problem. Like that's when it, it becomes, but we often want to put the chicken before the egg because that's just who we are as humans. So.
1: Yes. It and it's a way for us to, you know, um, self-sabotage a little bit and push the buck down the road or give us a way to procrastinate and that's human nature. So I totally get it. Yeah. But like you have to, um, you have to be aware of like when you're stuck. Cause even today I, I catch myself doing that. Like I catch oh. myself I just need to do this thing before this is going to be ready. And, and, and so we have to be able to catch ourselves and, and push through that with like, that's where the self-discipline comes in. Mm-hmm. Mindset sometimes has to catch up. That's the other uh, thing I see entrepreneurs get stuck in. I need to work on my mindset some more. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, yes, mindset is everything, but sometimes you have to just push through with like brute self-discipline yes. while your mindset catches up. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I think that is so good. So when you were making kind of that final, like, all right, this is it. Like, we're going to make her break this. Like, where was your head? What was that like last all in moment? Like what kind of brought you to that point where it was like, this is either going to work or I'm going back to work.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of us are, are like entrepreneurs in general. I think most of us are really ambitious. We're really driven and we, you know, we want to have that success. And so that, you know, that drives us. And when we don't get it, we start to, so what happened for me is I really started to lose my identity. You know, my identity had become so wrapped up in my career and the success that I had. And so now I was left in this place where like, I didn't have my thing. Like I didn't have my thing. And so it got, it pushed me to a point where like, You know, I've got to find my thing and I've done all the different things. I've tried all the things, but what I haven't really done is to look within and just allow myself to be unsuccessful for a little bit and allow me to re-identify with who I was and to re-find that success and allow myself that grace to do it. And then also, like, I remember, like, when I was in nuclear, when I was going to school for nuclear engineering... I never expected myself to be at graduate level when I'm at my first year, right? But that's what we do as entrepreneurs. So we don't get, like, I gave myself six years to learn how to be a nuclear engineer. I didn't give myself that when I became an entrepreneur, but it was a whole different skill set. So, you know, just like I, like realizing that and giving myself that grace, but also just pushing, like going all in, just like I did. In college, I would have stayed up all night long to study for a test, right? And here I am in the entrepreneurial world, and I'm like, I don't want to go live today. You know, and so like the level of commitment, along with giving myself the the ability to um, learn the skills and do the thing, and I just like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just, and I asked, you know, I told my husband, I'm like, hold me accountable to this this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to give myself, you know, three months and I'm, you know, all in every day for three months, no excuses. Like, I don't care if my kids come running in. I don't care if I don't have makeup on. Um, You know, I run a seven figure business and I don't wear a lot of makeup most days. Like, just like letting go of all of that. And when I did, um, people really started to identify with that. Like the more Uh honest and transparent I was like more people were magnetized to that instead of me sitting over here trying to pretend that I'm successful when I wasn't trying to pretend I was, you know, in this place that I wasn't in. And so I don't know if that even answers the question you were
0: asking. but It does. No, but I mean, it's, there's so much there, right? Where you were like, I, I had to, I had to go all in. I had to commit. I had to stop pretending to be somebody I wasn't. And the identity shift I think is huge. And we talk a lot about that because as I share with you, a lot of the, the people uh, listening today are either still in a corporate job and, and trying to get out or maybe just recently left or bridging a gap in childcare and trying to not, not go back to a full-time job. That's a lot of, of the women um, listening today and you know, that identity shift is real, right? Especially as a high performer. Like we like to think that like, Oh, you know, I'm not really tied to the the title and the thing. Like I, I was like, I worked for, you know, like top 40 radio stations. I used to like, I didn't wait in line for a bar in my early twenties. My friends were like, we're going to wait in line. I was like, I'm not like, I have a business card and we're going inside. Like, that's just me. And so like, I totally feel you. I'm being like, holy cow, like, I have to tear this version of myself down and rebuild a new version. And that version goes a little bit against what society says we should do, right? Like, you were like, oh, entrepreneurs are, you know, they're irresponsible, right? Like, everybody else is looking at you like you've lost your mind. And you're trying to, like, totally rebuild who you are as a human. And it's pretty wild.
1: It's pretty wild. But, you know, I'll tell you, like, I look back at, at myself, um, I don't even recognize the corporate Melissa anymore. I don't. I don't recognize that person. I. The amount of personal growth has been in. Same.
0: Yep. A thousand percent. Oh, I love that so much. I think. I think it's so fun. And like I shared with you guys, I hadn't met Melissa and had this kind of conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have the same story. I love it. Um. So you know, again, what advice? Looking back, you've given us some really great information. Like you' you're brand new, you're sitting in your corporate office, listening to this conversation today, and you're like, yeah, 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 you with your seven figure business like I just want out like what advice do you give that person
1: so i uh, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs of all different types, and obviously I went through these same things, and so the biggest piece of advice is to get out there find you know in this like find a service that you can do for people and start doing it like sell it like I see. Don't try to create like this automated courses. Don't sit inside your office and try to like in a vacuum, figure out what it actually takes to move the needle for people uh, because you'll never figure it out. Like I knew how funnels worked, but I had no idea how to make funnels work for other people until I was actively doing it. But the great part is like, you can get paid to figure all of that out. Like, you can get paid to do it. So, you know, stop trying to figure everything out. Like I'm so super honest with, um, <laughs> it's like I'm always improving evolving so allow yourself to evolve like just get in there and do it
0: yes oh I love that so much fun so Melissa where can everybody come hang out with you because you have an amazing Facebook community we've got a dog in the background it's definitely that kind of day um all right we're gonna start that again Melissa where can everybody come hang out with you
1: Yeah, so uh, I have, um, I have an amazing Facebook group community. That's where I go live once a week. And we like all the magic happens over there. So I would love for you guys to come over. And I'll give you the get you the link for that. But that's, that's where that's where my focus is. Again, I'm all about simplicity. So I'm not all over the place. I'm in the Mm -hmm. Facebook group. So yeah, if you wanted to come over and see more about what we do, just hop on over there and love to have you.
0: Yes, I love that. And I'm finally going to point to that again because I so often, and again with the new entrepreneurs, they're like, should I be on Instagram? Should I be on LinkedIn? Should I be on Facebook? And Melissa's been a seven built a seven figure business on one platform, guys. You don't need to be in all of the places. Yes, of course, she has an email list, right? Like we, we know that for sure. But it's not about being in all the places. It's about consistently being in one place and building those relationships. So I love that even now at this point, you're like, yeah, no, this is my home. Like we're in other places. You can find me, but like this is where you get to hang out with Melissa, which I think is so much fun. So um, go join that Facebook group. I know there are several women um, in our community that are already over there, which I just love. So thank you, Melissa, for your time, for hanging out. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks again for watching Uncensored Stories, how they got started. We would love to stay connected on social media. You can join us in the Ambitious Women Entrepreneurs Mastering Sales Skills community on Facebook. Follow us at Uncensored Sales on Instagram or at Uncensored Sales on TikTok. And we'll see you in the next interview.